Hey friend, welcome to the She Connects podcast. I'm your host, Susan Vandenhubel. She Connects is part of my ministry, She Rises, and allows me to connect with women in the online space. If you didn't know, over at She Rises, we are impassioned to see women set aside whatever may be holding them back from rising to their fullest potential. Drop by, check us out. We have a lot of resources available to help you grow in your faith. But in the meantime, let's connect over whatever God has placed on my heart for us this week. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to the She Connects podcast. I'm Susan Vandenhuvel and I am so excited that you are here. I'm honored to be your host again this week. I am really, really stoked. Um, yeah, did I mention really? <laughs> really pumped about this series that is on my heart about being a kingdom woman. If you missed the the introduction to this series, I would encourage you to find that. Uh, I believe that was just the episode right before this one, so just last week. It, it just really introducing what this series is gonna be about, what's on my heart. I really believe that God is going to use these episodes in this in this series to spur you on and ignite something on the inside of you for such a time as this. I I just cannot tell you how excited I am about this series Kingdom Women. It was inspired by by a devotion that I had one morning a few weeks ago from Psalm 86:11 and the psalmist said God, unite my heart to yours. Unite my heart to yours. And that word unite, it just really quickened something on the inside of me. And I got to be honest with you, I marinated in that one word, (laughs) in that one word for several days, thinking about what living as a woman united to the heart of the Father is what does that mean i just i could just sense that morning that i read psalm 86 11 that there was something there was a depth to be plummeted in that i just the holy spirit just really quickened it to me and i really believe that that is why i sat and marinated in that in that just that one verse and especially that word unite because the Holy Spirit was just wanting me to to just walk away with a new revelational insight that really could only come from him. And so that is what really inspired this entire series of being a kingdom woman. Like I said, I, I did an introduction uh, to this series. Be sure to check that out. It will really help you just, you know, set set you up really well for this entire series. And I I just got to encourage you unashamedly. I'm not going to apologize for it. I really believe that these, uh, these topics that we're going to be covering over the next few weeks are going to be life-changing if you allow them to be. And I just unashamedly would encourage you to be sure that you're subscribing to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode. They drop every single Wednesday on any podcast platform. But you know what? 
life is busy. We all have busy lives. We all have full calendars. Uh, there's a lot of moving pieces in each of our lives and we forget, right? We forget. But if you uh, subscribe to the podcast, it will be just a, a gentle reminder that, hey, it's available. Hey, it's here. Don't forget um, that you wanted to listen to this. So essentially, a kingdom woman understands that this world system is not meant for us and it won't serve us well or God's purpose for our lives. And as a, as a kingdom woman, you and I, we reject any alliances that we have with the world's view and fully align ourselves with who God is and his truths. Fully, fully aligning ourselves, fully aligning ourselves, our mindset, how we respond to situations, how we view our lives, you know, that how we how we think about our our current situation, our lives, our future. We are fully aligned to who God is, who he says he is. We fully believe that he is everything he said that he is. We fully align ourselves to the biblical principles that we find in scripture. The first topic that I want to introduce is that kingdom women allow what they go through to make them better, not bitter. That's the first one here. We're just going to like dive right in and hang out in the deep end of the pool. Are you ready? Uh, I, You know what? If you know me, you've been around me for any length of time. You've been to my events. You've read my books. Maybe you've, you know, you uh, maybe even know me personally. Uh, you've been paying attention to the, the episodes here on the She Connects podcast. You know that I don't mess around. <laughs> I just don't. I, you know, I, I believe in speaking. Speaking truth and I, I speak it with love but you know what it's the truth that's gonna set us free it's the truth that's gonna set us free not not a watered-down version of the truth and so uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just run after this with everything that I have I'm gonna put everything um, before you that that God has given to me because you know what I believe in you and I believe what God has called you to do on the earth. I believe that there is a kingdom woman on the inside of you. And that when when you let go of, of any alliances of, of this world system, any, you know, it's, it's viewpoints on things, and, and you begin to see your life, you begin to see uh, your future, you begin to see your situation, what God has called you to do on the earth through the lens of heaven, his viewpoint, it's, it's, it's just uh, game on. It's life-changing. It will change your life. So uh, I, I'm just not into, you know, shallow, shallow messages. I, I want to pull up to the table and I want the meal. I want the meat of God's word. I want to, uh, I want to dive into the meat of God's truths. Amen. And so we're just going to just dump, just jump right into the deep end of the pool. And uh, you don't have to, you don't have to be afraid. Uh, to be there because you know what your savior walks on water so uh, he's not going to let you drown he's not going to let you sink uh, so welcome to the deep end of the pool all right so we allow as kingdom women what we go through 
to make us better, not bitter. It isn't that kingdom women are somehow exempt from hardships, disappointments, or hurts. You know, she's alive in the world and subject to those things, but she isn't of this world. She isn't of this world. Those are two separate things. She knows that she's in the world, but she's not of this world. She's in it, but she's not of it. Listen, this world is not our home. We are passing through. Our citizenship is in heaven, streets of gold. That's where our, our permanent residence is. We are passing through here. We are passing through here. What separates a kingdom woman is how she responds to those things. It's how she responds to uh, hardships and disappointments and hurts. How she views them, in other words. She knows that, that how we look at something will determine what we see. That's what separates a kingdom woman from, from a woman that lives with a, with a world vantage point, in a world's viewpoint. She knows that, that how she looks at something determines what she will see. For this episode, I was really thinking about the Apostle Paul. His story can be found in the New Testament. If you're if you're not familiar with um, with who the Apostle Paul is, maybe you're new to the faith. Um, but to summarize uh, who he is, uh, he was he was a well educated and esteemed man who actually, uh, when he is introduced to us, he's actually going by the name Saul S A U L uh, before he becomes. Paul, the Apostle Paul, he is a man that goes by the name Saul. And under his leadership, he was on a mission to end the advancement of the Christian faith and led the persecution of the early church. In the book of Acts, he, as the man Saul, had a life-changing encounter with Jesus on the road called Damascus. And he surrenders his life to Jesus and begins living his life on a mission to advance the very faith that he once persecuted. Can someone say, amen, amen. Talk about a life-changing encounter. I love that. And and that is why I, I prefer using the word encounter with Jesus rather than just having an experience with him. I'm not, I'm not interested. I don't want just to have an experience with Jesus. I want to have an encounter with him. Doesn't, doesn't that just, it just conjure up different thoughts and different feelings in you in, in experience versus an encounter, man, I don't, I don't want to just have an experience and walk away and, and feel like, wow, that, that was great. And, you know, it kind of, kind of gets me through, you know, a couple of days or a week or maybe even a few months. I want an encounter. I want an encounter with Jesus. And that is exactly what this man Saul had on this road, uh, on going to Damascus, the Damascus road. He had an encounter. He had an encounter. 
And in this encounter, he surrendered his life to Jesus and began advancing the very faith that he once was on a mission to persecute. He was persecuting the early church. He was persecuting those that believed in the that believed in the Christian faith, that were trying to live according to their faith and what Jesus had taught them. He now does just as this 180 and he begins to um, begins to support and advance this this message of Jesus Christ. He wrote two-thirds of the New Testament and left an incredible legacy that we, even in this present age, are still gleaning from. We're still gleaning gleaning from the part of, of the Bible that he wrote, his story. We're still uh, we're still talking about it. Here I am in 20, 2021. I'm I'm talking about the Apostle Paul and his faith and what he did uh, to advance the Christian faith. You know, we're we're writing books about him. We're we're speaking messages and sermons and uh, podcasts and you know engaging in conversation. We're studying about the life of of this man, and so he left quite a, a impactful legacy for that for you and us for you and me and and all of the world and yet his life wasn't without hardships and disappointments or hurts don't miss that don't miss that because you know what sometimes i think that i think that when when we give our lives to christ and you know we're we're doing our best to live for him you know we're we're trying to uh, make you know the best choices that we can we're doing doing our the very best that we can we're going to church we're reading our bibles we're trying to you know just lean into everything that he that he wants to develop on the inside of us and then hurts and disappointments and hardships show up in our lives and they they have a potential to take us out and sometimes we we let them we let them we let them push us around we let them throw us into a pit. We let them question our faith and and can God be trusted and and what is this whole faith thing anyway? We allow them to distance ourselves from the community of faith and the church and and limit the the amount of time that we're reading our bibles and praying and worshiping and it's not supposed to be like that. It's not supposed to be like that. When we accept Jesus, it's not like we all of a sudden are going to have this Pollyanna uh, type of type of life where we're just tiptoeing through the tulips. Listen, Jesus said, in this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I've already overcome the world. <laughs> He's overcome the world, and that is what separates a kingdom woman in this area. So Paul, the Apostle Paul, this great man of faith, listen to just a few things that he endured in his life. He was beaten, he was stoned, he was shipwrecked, he was rejected by his own countrymen, he experienced robbers in in his journeys, Um, he experienced weariness and toil, he experienced sleeplessness, hunger, and he often had times where he was without adequate clothing for the cold weather, the elements. I mean, here is this man 
this great man of faith that had this life-changing encounter with Jesus and he's advancing the gospel. He's he's pro-faith. He's pro-Jesus. He's, uh, you know, pro-church. He's, you know, trying to convert people to the Christian faith. He's doing the best that he can out there doing what God has called him to do, living living this life of faith completely sold out, completely abandoned to Jesus and to the Christian faith. And he experiences hardships and disappointments and hurts. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Let's, let's glean from this man. Let's glean something from this, from this man. The world tells us to grow bitter, to become resentful over what we go through in this life. That's the world's viewpoint. That's what the world would want to would want us to lend ourselves to. That attitude that you know what life stinks. Life stinks. Life dealt me a hard hand and there's there's just nothing good. It's you know the kind of this adopting this this mindset that nothing is good. Nothing has ever happened to me that's good, so why should I hope for or look for anything good? Nothing ever good happens to me. Life has always dealt me a hard hand. Life has always been hard for me. Everybody walks out on me. Everyone rejects rejects me. Nobody loves me. Nobody supports me. Nobody encourages me. Listen, 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 listen. That is a world's point of view. That is a world's point of view. But you are a kingdom woman. You are a kingdom woman. And this series, this entire series, I'm going to be calling that out in you. And the guests that I have on this show together, we're going to be calling that out in you. Because that is who you are. That is how God created you. He created you as a kingdom woman woman. That's how he sees you. That's how he thinks about you. And you know what? That's how he leads you. That's how he leads you. That's how he leads you. People with the world point view allow what they're going through to create a bitterness about life. And it is dragged right into their relationships, into their families, into the workplace, and just generally speaking in how they engage in their lives. Their character is what I refer to as abrasive. They're just so negative and they're so angry all the time and they're so offensive and um, you know you you try to uh, you try to be joyful and you try to see the positive of of something you know you're trying to find the silver lining in in a in a particular situation or you know in in something that you're experiencing or maybe even trying to encourage them and and trying to find something positive trying to pull something out that you can focus on to be thankful for and they just keep spinning it to to something that's negative something that that's that's just ugly and and toxic you know you know what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about and it's hard it's hard to be around people with that viewpoint but that's not who you are that's not who you are you are a kingdom woman the world point of view the world point of view the things that I just listed, that abrasive, that abrasive character, that that toxic negative uh, mindset, 
That doesn't describe you. That's not how God sees you. That's not how God thinks about you. You are different. You were created differently. And that is not how God leads you. That is not how God leads you. God leads you as a kingdom woman. Kingdom women know that there is a purpose in what they go through. Kingdom women know that they don't have to wait until after they've come through before they can rejoice in the outcome, before they can um, believe that, that, that they are victorious, that they are an overcomer. Kingdom women know that they have a testimony in the middle. Come on, somebody. Kingdom women know that they have a testimony even when they're in the middle of something. They choose better, not bitter, even in the waiting. They choose better, not bitter, even while they're waiting for that breakthrough, even while they're waiting for their prayers to be answered, even while they're waiting for that door to be opened, even while they're waiting for that, that report to come back from the doctor's office. They're waiting, even though they're waiting for something, even when they're going through something, they are choosing better over bitter. They're choosing to testify of how good God is, that God is for them, that God is not against them, that he is working on their behalf. Even when, even when she cannot see it, she believes it. She activates her faith, even though her feelings might not uh, tell her that God is at work, that God is working on her behalf. She doesn't listen to her feelings. She doesn't let her, her feelings do the leading here. Kingdom women do not allow their feelings and their situation to do the leading in their lives. That's not what a kingdom woman does. Kingdom women lend themselves and align themselves to who God is, what he says about himself, who he is, and what he says that he is in our lives. And what he says is true. That's what we that's what we lend ourselves to. That is what we align ourselves to. And so because of that, that is what allows kingdom women to rejoice and testify even in the middle, even in the hardship, even in the middle of the disappointment, even in the waiting, even in the hurt. Man, come on, somebody. Kingdom women know that they only become stuck if they stop moving. Kingdom women know they only become stuck if they stop moving. Listen, progress is progress. Friend, progress is progress. You keep putting one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. Don't allow. Make a decision today. Make a decision today that you are going to exercise your faith. You're going to exercise your, your faith. And as a kingdom woman, align yourself to who God is in your life, who he says he is in your life. You're going um, gonna to align yourself with his promises and with his truths. And you're going to believe, you're going to believe that victory is just ahead that an open door is just ahead, that breakthrough is just ahead, that whatever that answered prayer is just ahead, that whatever it is that you're believing for, whatever promises you're holding on to, that God is faithful 
and that God is good, that God is so faithful that he cannot deny himself, that he is not a man that shall lie, but that he, when what he says, what he promises, he will, he will do it. He will do it. He is so faithful. He is so good. He is so good. And kingdom women will not allow what they're going through to keep them stuck, to keep them stuck, to, um, to keep them from going forward. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. Keep moving. Kim, kingdom women don't make light of or become dismissive of what they're going through. It's just that they see it differently. You guys don't miss that. Don't miss that. It again, it isn't that that kingdom women, you know, they somehow bury their heads in the sand and and they have some kind of a Pollyanna kind of faith. That is not what we're talking about here. Kingdom women, um, they just see things differently. They see their lives. They see themselves. They see their future. They see whatever it is that they are going through through the lens of who God is and what he says. It's that they see things differently. Kingdom women are able to do that because they know what we go through. It's not just about us. It's not just about us. Yes, growth and stretching and refining takes place in the going through. But you know what? It's producing something on the inside of you. It's producing something on the inside of me. And whatever it is uh, producing on the inside of us, whatever is being further developed on the inside of us, it isn't meant to just stay in us. God wants to reach people through you. God wants to reach people through me. It's not just about us. This life that we're living and and being a kingdom woman and living that way isn't just about us. It's not just about you. It's not just about me. Listen, our greatest purpose, our greatest purpose, if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you've you've heard me say it before, but it bears repeating, is to know him and to make him known, to know him and to make him known. Listen, she rises would not be here, would not be here if I hadn't gone through a few things and allowed him to, to develop some things on the inside of me, to refine some things on the inside of me. But it, it goes a step farther than that. I could have been, I could have been selfish. I could have been just choosing to live my own life and um, just kind of keep everything to myself. But you know what? That's not, that's not what kingdom women do. Kingdom women receive what God does on the inside of them. What, what God brings her through, what God speaks to her, what God shows her through the power of his Holy Spirit, what, what he produces on the inside of her, what he develops on the inside of her, and she freely gives it away. And that is just the whole mission. That is the mission of She Rises. I am impassioned to, to see women know exactly who they are in Christ and to set aside anything that is holding them back from discovering that truth and stepping into their fullest potential. Why? Because that's what he did to me. That's what he did for me. And whatever he did in me, 
I want now for him to, to be able to work through me. I want to be a vessel. I want to be a vessel that allows God to use what he has brought me through to reach other women. One of the books that the Apostle Paul wrote is the book of Philippians. It's a, it's a short book. It's found in the New Testament. But there's, there's a few things that I want to point out in, to you in this episode that, that is so powerful. If you can just really grab a hold of and wrap your faith around um, the book of uh, uh, Philippians and what he is trying to communicate to us as, as believers. He, he talks about joy. He says, rejoice always. And then he says, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Those three things in the book of, of Philippians. It, again, it's a short book. I encourage you to read it, to open it up and to read it. it it's so powerful. Joy. Rejoice always, he says. And then he says, we can do all things through Christ who, who strengthens us. But you know what? You know what that is just so amazing, is so amazing, is he wrote this while he was in prison. The man was in prison. The man was in prison for living his life for the glory of God. The man was in prison for living out his purpose of making him known to the world, to trying to advance the gospel, living his life for God, you know, loving people back to life, seeing people give their lives to Jesus Christ. He, he was imprisoned. And yet while he was in prison, he's talking about joy. He's talking about rejoicing always. He's telling us we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And in the book of Acts, chapter 16, Paul and one of his companions named Silas, they're thrown into prison for the very same thing that he was imprisoned in other times in Paul's life. And you know what their response was? Acts chapter 16 tells us that they sang songs. <laughs> they sang songs. And then the prison doors opened. The prison doors opened. Man, I just so hope that you don't miss that. That you don't miss that. Kingdom woman, let me speak to you today. As a kingdom woman, you are no different than the Apostle Paul. You are no different than who he is. He didn't have some, some magical thing about him that you don't. He wasn't some sort of superhero. No, no, no. He was like you and he was like me. He endured disappointments, hardships, hurts. You know, he felt at a lack in some things, just like you, just like me. And yet he says, okay, here we are. This is what's happening. He had a choice. He had a choice to be bitter and resentful about his situation or praise his way through it. And in doing so, I believe he knew it would make him better. Bitterness. Bitterness is a choice. Bitterness is a choice. But so is choosing to allow what we go through to make us better. It's almost like standing at a fork in a road. It's almost like standing at a fork in a road. 
We can, we have a choice. We've been given a choice. We can choose bitterness or we can choose better. We can allow what we've been through in our past. We can allow what people have said about us. We can allow how people have treated us. We can allow the things that we're currently going through to keep us bitter, to make us bitter. Or we can say, like essentially Paul did, all right, here's what it is. Here's what it is. Here's where we are. This is what has happened. This is currently what is happening. But I'm going to choose to make it better. I'm going to choose to allow it to make me better. I'm going to choose to allow it to refine me, to stretch me, to grow me. And I believe that through this, I'm going to come up higher in my faith. I'm going to choose to allow this to create in me a deeper hunger to know more about who God is, to know more about his, his word. I'm going to choose to allow this to uh, ignite a deeper passion for him to worship, to pray, to, um, to draw closer to him. I'm going to choose not to allow it to make me bitter, but I'm going to choose to allow it to make me better. It's a choice. It's a choice. And every single one of us, every single one of us have that choice. All of us. I do. You do. Every single person on the face of the planet, we are served up that choice. And I might even, I might even humbly suggest that we are served up that choice on the daily, aren't we? On the daily, aren't we? I mean, there are so many, especially over this last year, we have been given so many opportunities to be offended, to be bitter, to be resentful, to just lash out at people. Or we can say, you know what? This has been hard. This has been challenging. I'm not going to deny that. But you know what? I'm going to choose to allow it to make me better. I'm going to choose to allow it to make me a better person, a better wife, a better friend, a better mom, a better coworker, a better employee, a better follower of Christ, a better leader. Come on. Come on, somebody. Let's choose to allow it to make us better. That is what a kingdom woman does. She allows what she's been through and what she's currently going through to make her better, not bitter. Ask yourself, what is your situation? Or whatever you've been frustrated over developing on the inside of you. Is it perhaps exposing areas that maybe you can come up higher in, in your faith? Man, I just really believe that the different times, the different hard, hard seasons of my life where I've had to go through some things. You know what? I've had to really reflect and ask the Lord through the power of his Holy Spirit, what is it that you want me to see through this? What do you want me to learn through this? What do you want to uh, refine in me? while I'm going through this. God 
I want this to be something that's better on the inside of me. Lord, help me. Help me to not allow this to make it bitter on the inside of me. I don't want to be bitter. God, help me to guard my heart. Help me to guard my heart so I don't allow this to to make me bitter. I want this to be um, something that makes me better. Again, as a kingdom woman, we are wise. We are wise to see through the lens of heaven. As kingdom women, you and I are wise to see our lives, to see our futures, to see whatever it is that we're going through, through the lens of heaven, through the lens of who God says he is. And if you don't know, if you don't know who God is, man, open up, open up the gospels, open up the gospels. Jesus's earthly ministry it just really is just such a beautiful, a beautiful testament of the heart of God. He was, he was walking on the earth in his earthly ministry. Everything he said and everything he did is just a direct, uh, a direct testament of the nature and the character of who God is. It's, it's just so powerful. Get to know. Get to know the nature and the character of who God is. He is not some, some you know, chain gang boss sitting up in heaven with a with a bat in his hand, uh, ready to swing at you or club you over the head when you do something wrong. He's he's kind. He's he's faithful. He's gentle. He's 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 loving. He's full of grace. Scripture says it is mercies are new every day. Does that mean that we don't ever have to repent of sin or that he gives us a pass when he's exposing sin in our lives? I'm not talking about cheap grace here. I mean, that that's just isn't even biblical. I'm not talking about cheap grace here. There is a place of, of repentance. But you know what? Kingdom women, we know the power of, of repentance. We know that, that there's a place of repentance of sin if we've done something wrong and, and the Holy Spirit has, has exposed things in our lives, that he's bringing conviction to us and that, that there's something that we need to bring to him in repentance. Listen, it isn't to shame us. It's to set us free from the consequences and the fruit that that sin is producing on the inside of our life and the inside of our hearts and in our lives. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. If, if he's exposing, if he's exposing sin in our lives, it isn't to shame us. It isn't to condemn us. It's to restore us and to set us free from the fruit of the sin that it's producing on the inside of us, in our hearts, and in our lives. James chapter 1, verses 2 through 8. Uh, I typically don't read a passage of scripture on these on these podcast ep- episodes, but I, I'm going to go ahead and do that this time. I just really felt like this episode warranted that. This is James, um, Paul, the Apostle Paul. I know that we've been talking about him, but the Apostle Paul did not write the, the book of James. James is the author of the book of James. And in chapter 1, verses 2 through 8, he says this, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, 
Consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be mature and complete in your faith. If you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking, but when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown to- blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything that they do. Do you see that differentiating there that James says in verse 8? Their loyalty is divided between God and the world. Listen, kingdom women, kingdom women, we break any alliances with this world's way of doing things, this world's system, this world's viewpoint, and we fully align ourselves with who God is, what he says about himself, and we believe it. We activate our faith and we believe, God, this is who you said you are. This is what you said I could believe about you, about the nature of your character. I'm aligning myself with your promises, with your truths. When we break the alliance, when we break uh, any any allegiances with, with this world system, with this world's way of doing things, this world's viewpoint, it requires you and I to fully turn away from it, to fully turn away from it. We are in this world, but we are not of it. We are not of this world. We're in this world for a reason. You're here. You're placed on the planet for a reason, but you're not of this world. You're of the kingdom of heaven. You are a kingdom woman. This world says it's, it's, it's normal to be bitter. It's normal. Life has, served, life has served us up some hardships. It's been hard. I haven't had a good life. No one's done anything good for me. All of that that we've already talked about, the world says it's normal to be bitter. People would say, yeah, but Susan, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what they've done to me. You don't know what I'm currently going through. And you know what? Maybe I've never had a conversation with you. Maybe I I might not know the intimate details uh, of what you've been through, what you're currently going through. But you know what? Here's what I do know. Here's what I do know. I have gone through a lot in my life. I'm 50 years old. This year, I will turn 51 in just a couple of months. 51, I've been alive on the planet for a long time. And I've been through a lot. I grew up with a lot of dysfunction on many levels as a child. I, I have a string of unhealthy male relationships. I, I was a party girl. Uh, I was rebellious. I was angry. Just a whole plethora of things that, that, this, that this 
episode just does not allow me the time to dive into. Side note, if you want to know a little bit about going through and overcoming on the inside, on the other side, I recently wrote a book uh, about my life and about what God has has done on the inside of me and is now doing uh, through me through the through the 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 message of, of She Rises and that book is called Her Heart Is Free, Her Heart Is Free, Rising Healed and Whole. I, I released it. It's my third book. I released it. It was published and released into the world just this past September. Get a hold of that and allow that message to just spur you and encourage you to to chase after Jesus. But I, I, I just want you to know, you know what? I get it. I get it. I, I know I know what it's like. I know what it's like to be in a, a string of unhealthy relationships. I know what betrayal is. I know what rejection is. I know what the feelings of abandonment is. I, I know what substance abuse is. I know. I know. I know what it's like. But you know what I also know? I also know what Jesus Christ has done for me. And I know what through the power of his Holy Spirit, he has developed and refined on the inside of me. I know what it means and how powerful it is, how life-changing it is to go through it, to not get stuck and stay in the valley or in the pit of despair, to not adopt a victim mindset. Listen, Kingdom women, we don't have victim mindsets. That's being stuck. Uh, kingdom kingdom mindset is is saying, you know what? I, I I refuse to to give in to blaming other people that they should have, and if they only had, and and if they would have done this or that would have happened. You know what? We can't as kingdom women or anybody really. We can't go back and rewind time. We can't go back and, and, and say if this would have happened, if they would have done, or if, you know, all of the could haves and all of the shoulds and all of the would haves. Listen, whatever, whatever we are going to spend our time on and our energy on, it, it determines whether or not we're going to be stuck or we're going to go through this thing. And so, friend, I get it. I get it. I, I understand I understand. I understand going through. I understand being served up a lot of hardship in life. I understand the the loads of disappointment. I understand deep-seated wounds. I get it. Man, I get it. But you know what? You know what? Jesus Christ, what he did for me on the cross is far greater and far more impactful in my life than anything in my past, anything that I'm going through right now, or anything that I might go through in the future. And as a kingdom woman, that's what I'm choosing to focus on. That's what I'm choosing to use as a lens to uh, see my life, to see um, the things that I'm going through right now, the things that I might go through in the future. That's the lens I'm choosing to view things through. It's a choice. It's a choice. And as a kingdom woman, 
you know what? I'm going through some things right now. I'm, I'm not anything, anything unlike you. I'm not a superwoman. I'm not exempt from or too high that, that hardship and things in this life can't reach me. I, I'm not, I'm not like that. I'm not her. I'm not a superwoman. I encounter and I endure hardships and disappointments. People let me down. I've been hurt. I've been wounded. I'm walking through some things, but you know what? I'm choosing to see these things as a kingdom woman through the lens of who God says that he is in my life and what he has done for me, what Jesus Christ gave to me and provided for me. And through his, through his death on the cross and his resurrection up out of the grave, what he gave to me on the, on the cross and through, through, the, through the, the resurrection of his life, what he gave to me. Salvation isn't just for heaven. It's here on earth too. It's an empowerment to live as a kingdom woman here on the earth. Man, I so hope, I so hope that this episode is the beginning, the beginning of you letting go of any alliances that you might have with this world system and fully aligning yourself with everything that God says that he is, how he describes himself, and the truths, the promises that he has left us. That's what a kingdom woman does. I love you. I believe in you. I'm championing you. I am in your corner. You can do it. Not in your own strength. Not trying to manufacture something in and of yourself. But as the Apostle Paul wrote in the book of Philippians, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Through Christ who strengthens us. He is your strength. He is your strength. In him, a kingdom woman finds her strength in Christ and in Christ alone. Hey, let's, let's praise our way through whatever it is that we're going through. Whether it be today, tomorrow, next week, 10 years from now. Let's choose to be kingdom women that, that view our lives and our futures through the lens of heaven, through the lens of who God is, and through what he says is true. Amen? I love you. Have a great week, and I'll catch you next time. Well, I hope that blessed and inspired you in your faith. I so enjoyed connecting with you this week. Would you consider sharing with others and leaving a review? I know that it's not about numbers to me. It's really about helping as many people as I can with the message of She Rises. And by following, sharing, and leaving a review, it, may, it helps other people find this podcast and they too can be inspired in their faith. Thank you so much for following along. And again, remember that you matter and your life matters.